morning. Welcome to Guru's Real Estate Coaching Radio. My name is Bill Zeltman and I'm your host. Glad for you to join us uh, for our latest podcast. This is episode nine and we're continuing to talk about habits of and, or the, and the secret of the habits of successful realtors. In other words, success, successful realtors across the country all share common traits. Uh, it's amazing if you study them, it doesn't matter whether they're from Massachusetts, California, Missouri, Minnesota, Texas, Florida, Oregon, you know, wherever. If you look at the top 10% of realtors across the country, they share common traits. And what we've done is we've identified 32 habits that successful realtors do. They're things that they do day in and day out, week in and week out, month, year in and year out. Uh, and we want you to learn from these and of course, more importantly, we want you to apply these to your career. So last week we talked about uh, habits and routines and uh, following a schedule. We talked about making prospecting that number one priority, three hours a day, five days a week, creating your own brand. You know, how do you brand yourself that separates you from the herd? How do you make yourself better? And you can listen, of course, to, to last week's episode. It's available anywhere you find podcasts. Uh, we talked about numbering your daily priorities. What's number one? What's number two? What's number three? Uh, where do we put our importance in our day and the things that we do? And finally, we talked about scripts, that we don't learn scripts word for word, right? I write scripts. If I give you my script, guess what? You're using my choice of words, my, you know, my patterns of speech. No, we want you using your own. So put them into bullet points. Today we're going to talk about we're going to talk about some different things as well that continue that are habits of highly successful realtors. So the first habit I want to talk about today is socialize in all situations. Well, what does that mean? Well, I watch realtors, I watch other people that are in businesses where they need to be networking, and they go to let's say a networking event. We'll start there, then we'll talk about going out just general random places in public, but they'll go to a networking event and they'll see somebody they know and they'll just go and flock to that person they know uh, for the rest of the, the rest of the event. And I get it, it's, there's, it's safety, you know, it's that person you know, it's, it, it's a comfort level. But I need you, like top realtors do, to get out of your comfort zone. Get out of, um, you know, the person that you know, the familiarity, and work the room. You should be talking to every person in there. We're going to talk more about, you know, what do you do, what do you say, and things like that at, at another time. But for right now, I just want you thinking about when you're at any type of, of a social event, you're at a party. It's not, can't, doesn't, doesn't, just doesn't have to be a networking event. You're at a party. And so you're at this party, and um, you... Uh, again, find the click of friends and you never and you just hang there. No, get out and about and talk to every person in the room. The other part of socializing in all situations is what do you do when you are out and about in life? And so let's give an example. You're at the grocery store. So you're standing in line at the grocery store. There are people in front of you. There are people behind you. There's a cashier. Do you just kind of, you know, read the tabloid magazine, you know, Elvis found alive in South America? Uh, or 
Do you somehow try to strike up a conversation with the person in front of you, the person in back with you, back of you, the person that's checking you out? Um, you know, do you get a conversa conversation going when you're uh, maybe shopping for something, somebody's in the same aisle and they're there? Guys, these are all opportunities. So what happens is, is realtors walk around with tunnel vision. Okay, I'm gonna make my three hours of calls today. Here's my expired list. Here's my uh, for sale by owner list. Here's my uh, just listed, just called list. Here's my sphere of influence. Okay, I'm gonna make my three, call, three hours of calls. And that's all great. And you need to do that every day. But they then take the, they keep those blinders on when they go out, not paying attention to the fact that there are prospects everywhere near them and everywhere they go in life. So you go to the local restaurant for lunch, talk to the people at the table next to you, talk to the, to the, to the hostess, talk to your waiter or waitress, talk to every person you can guys, socialize in all situations. It is a game changer and you will find that there are agents out there that that's how they do the bulk of their business. Um, I'm, I'm telling you, especially if you're new, you need those three hours a day, five days a week on the phone, face to face, don't, put that aside. But if you add this in, you may actually get to a point where you can cut back those little bit of that cold calling because you've learned to network and socialize and make friends in all situations. And it's driven you to having leads. So now that you have this and you have more people to talk to, guess what? You're going to have more appointments. So let's move to the next habit, which is never sell, never sell. What, what, what is my job? I'm a realtor. What, what do I do all day? This is what I do. I sell. Stop. I don't want you selling. I want you coaching or, and advising. When you go to a lawyer because you have a legal problem, when you go to an accountant because maybe you have a, a tax matter that needs to be cleared up, are they sitting there selling you? And you could argue that with some lawyers, yes, you know, but in general, are they there trying to sell you? The answer is just no. You're there because they are experts and they are there to coach and advise you through whatever the situation is that you have. I need you as a realtor to look at yourself the same way. Coach and advise, okay? Coach and advise. So when someone comes to you, what are you going to do? You're going to, you're going to coach them and you're going to advise them. Now there's a step before this that we've already talked about, which is, um, getting, finding out what that person's committed to. We've talked about this in, in, in previous podcasts. I talk about it on my trainings and on my videos. And uh, if you don't see my videos, I have videos that go out several times a week. You can follow me at America's Gurus. That's on Facebook, that's on Twitter, that's on Instagram, LinkedIn, um, TikTok, name it. Uh, my videos are there and you can see it. But one of the things I talk about is the most important part of a conversation with any person that you have is finding out what that person is committed to. We want to move by Labor Day. We want to move by Thanksgiving. We want to move when they tell you where they want to move. They tell you why. It's where, why, and when are the big three things that you need to learn of what they're committed to. Once you've learned what they're committed to, going back to this habit, you then need to coach and advise them of where, uh, you know, where they need to be, of what they need, uh, you know, what they need to be doing. So in other words, if you want to move and you've got two months ahead of you, this is the process. 
we have to get your house up and listed. I'm going to market it. We're going to, we're going to, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to let everybody that I know. When you go through your marketing plan, what I need you to do is keep this house at the ready for, for showings. We're going to run an open house. We're going to do a broker's open house. And you go through coaching and advising of how the process works step by step straight through. And what's going to end up happening is that person, it's going to naturally flow into you getting a listing because that person's like, yeah, this makes sense. Yes, this is the right thing to do. They don't feel like you're trying to sell them. See that, that pushy salesperson, that pushy realtor, and we all know those realtors, and I don't want anybody on this podcast to be one of them. Those realtors are always sitting there pushing, 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 pushing. What I want you to do is instead work logic. If your goal is to be moved in, in eight weeks, uh, we need to ensure that the house is up, marketed, and we need to do this, and we need to do that. And you advise them, advise them, coach them, coach them. Now it doesn't feel like you're pushing anything on them. It feels as though you're giving them sound, solid advice, which by the way, you are. This is another habit that top realtors know. They're never considered pushy. They're never considered trying to sell something. They're instead considered to be experts in real estate that, that, that consumers should go to to use when they have a real estate need, just like that lawyer just like um, you know that accountant or any other professional like that. The third thing I want to uh, discuss of habits today is connecting and networking and building relationships. Sounds familiar. Sounds kind of kind of similar to the socializing in all situations, and and, and it kind of is. But connecting and networking and building relationships is one of the things. Uh, it, it's funny. I teach uh, 17 Places to Find Prospects is the video series that I have out there. I now have that up to actually 2021. 20, uh, of course, being a Century 21 guy, you know, 21 just made sense. Uh, but one of the, no, the biggest uh, one of those, seven, those 17 and now 21 Places to Find Prospects that everybody sits there in the room when I talk about it. They have an aha moment. Wow, it's genius. And none of them go and do is building relationships and connecting uh, with people around them that own businesses, that own uh, that, that have big spheres of influences, uh, whether it be um, a local business, whether it be uh, somebody that maybe runs a church or a synagogue, you know, a, a pastor or, or a rabbi or whatever, uh, or a person that runs a social organization or people in the social organization, building and connecting and making relationships with people makes your phone ring tomorrow. The more you can get out and build strategic relationships, connect, network. Uh, you know, I, I always say to people, uh, I'm in Florida. This is completely different than when I was in New Jersey and other places around the country. There are people that become realtors that are third, fourth, and fifth generation in their area. And they know everybody, right? So they start with this huge sphere of influence because they grew up in the town. You know, there's, there's, there's grandparents that can remember, parents that can remember, you know, when they were in third grade and whatever they did wrong. And there, there's that whole thing going on, right? In Florida, where I am, most people come down here and they're like, yeah, hi, I'm, I'm from Boston, I'm from Chicago, I'm from New Jersey, I'm from California, wherever. Uh, a lot of them come from out of the country. Um, you know, I meet a lot of people that, that get a real estate license that weren't even born in the United States. So when they come here, they don't have 
that natural connection and that natural network of people that maybe people from that for maybe some of you watching today actually have. But even if you have that, even if you are a fifth generation from your area, you still need to be building every day. And what I tell people is whether you start with a sphere of influence, a local sphere of influence of 500 people or one person, it doesn't really matter. Yes, it's easier for the person with 500 to start, but if that person from 500 continues with that 500, and that person that starts and they knew one or two people and they turn two people into four and four into eight and eight into 16 and you can do the math all the way up, which one's gonna be more successful in the end? The one that continued to connect, continued to network and continued to build relationships. So you need to get out there every day. Yes, you wanna build relationships with your for sale by owners and your expires. That's your now business and you've gotta go after that because you need now business. But what about the long-term business? of creating th those relationships, um, again, by going to a networking event, uh, by joining a social organization, by using, again, your church, your synagogue, whatever it is. Build these relationships, guys, because the more you build these relationships and the more you work on this and the more you do this, what's going to end up happening is you are going to end up being successful because all of a sudden you're gonna to be top of mind, top of mind status, anchoring status. When somebody thinks of real estate, they think of you. And that's what you're trying to do with this. Well, we're gonna come back and when we come back, we're gonna talk more about the habits um, and the habits being a secret of successful realtors. We have three more habits we're gonna talk about. So hold on and we'll be back right after this. You're one of many realtors in your town. Most realtors use the same marketing tactics. They buy leads, door knock, send postcards. With no product differentiation, the client chooses the agent doing the most business. Why shouldn't they? That realtor uses the same marketing templates as you, but has proven to the client that they can get the job done with their track record of business. Meanwhile, you and the hundreds of other local realtors are all using the same marketing strategies and can't show that you're as successful as that top agent, while the client learns to ignore your efforts. This is where the My Town Gurus marketing and learning system comes in. We only work with one realtor per town, differentiating them as the digital mayor or guru of their town. How do we do this? We create a website and social media pages exclusively for your town. We include local news, events, and partner with local businesses to provide fresh, up-to-date content management on your website and social media sites. Next, we help you build a community on social media creating a unique place where neighbors can meet and share local news, events, local happenings, heads up notifications, job postings, advice, lost pets, remember whens, and more all with you in the center of it. We then teach you how to leverage relationships with local business owners and community organizations. Our unique solution allows them to post on your webpage and social media sites for free and instantly builds value and trust while anchoring you as the local expert and a resource for your community. This makes relationship building simple with every business and community organization in your town and makes you the natural realtor for them to refer business to. Also included is our Step Ahead Real Estate Training Academy. Our industry best online learning system and daily motivation videos teach you the skills you need to be a top realtor. There are 12 tracks of learning, 48 learning modules, and over 500 individual lessons and breakout sessions. This is the best educational system available to realtors, all included in the My Town Guru system. Stand out from the crowd and stop marketing your way to mediocrity. Become the official town guru of your town today. 
Contact us now for a free demo and to reserve your town. Hurry before it's gone. Welcome back to Guru's Real Estate Coaching Radio. My name is Bill Zeltman. I'm your host. Uh, you can follow me on all social media at America's Gurus. I have some great stuff that goes out. I have videos uh, that are help you. They're like one, two minute, three minute training videos, uh, coaching videos. Uh, we do all kinds of other things as well. Uh, there, there's stuff about uh, anything from finding prospects to working your sphere of influence to this, which is the habits uh, being the secret to success for realtors, uh, all types of different stuff. So uh, I invite you to join in and join us and uh, welcome to our podcast. We've been doing this podcast now. This is episode nine and we do this once a week. So subscribe to this podcast wherever it is that you subscribe to podcasts and we're excited to have you on board. So let's get back to talking about the secret habits or the habits which are the secret to being successful as a realtor. We talked about socializing in all situations today, uh, never sell but coach or advise instead, connecting um, and networking and building relationships and how important that is to do on a daily, daily basis, guys, every day. You know, if, let me just finish that. If you go home at night, and you know you close your, your 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 computer down or whatever and you say i didn't put a new name into my client relationship management tool i want you to feel like you didn't work that day i don't care if you went to three closings i want you to feel like you didn't work that day because that is the habit you need to be in guys the habit of adding people to your sphere and creating those new relationships it will pay off in the end so let, let's move forward um another thing i wanted to talk about today was knowing neighborhoods inside and out. Now, why is that important? Why do I need to know neighborhoods inside and out? Well, I, I can tell you that I have seen realtors make this mistake where they go into a listing appointment and they don't know the neighborhood well enough. And all of a sudden somebody, the, the client brings something up about the neighborhood. They've done this fantastic, beautiful, listing conversation. You know, they, they've sat, they've spoken with the person, they've built rapport. You know, you guys remember my R-E-A-L of how you do a listing conversation, right? They built rapport, they engaged them, they advised them, they did the three steps in advising and they're ready to list. But they're in the middle of that advising and they're in the third step where they're talking about the neighborhood and they're talking about comps. And all of a sudden out of nowhere, um, the seller brings something up and the agent doesn't know about it. Whether it be a house that maybe is for sale right now that they missed, a for sale by owner that they didn't know about, uh, a nuance in the neighborhood, and they're sitting there. Guess what? I don't care how good your listing conversation was. You now look like an idiot. I'm sorry, but just to be frank, you look like an idiot. You don't know what's happening in the neighborhood, 
And what does that client, that potential client think? They think, well, wait a minute, I want somebody that knows this neighborhood inside and out. How in the world did, that, did this agent not know about XYZ, whatever it was? This happens, guys, all too often, um, all of the time. Um, and it just, it, it, it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. Um, why? Why would you not know that, uh, you know, this for sale by owner was out there? There's a sign on the house. Didn't you drive through the neighborhood to see everything going on before you got there? Uh, why wouldn't you know um, that this particular neighborhood has some type of a special assessment of the HOA or, or has a high HOA or a low HOA fee or whatever it is? You know, our HOA fees, you know, way less than everybody else. That means the value of my house is up a little bit over that. You're comparing this to the neighborhood next to us. They pay $250 a quarter. We pay $125. You didn't know that? You look like an idiot. Um, so don't. Research, research, research. You need to know. Here's the other thing. Um, that's kind of the Captain Obvious answer of I'm going to a listing appointment and I need to know the neighborhood. What happens if you're at that grocery store like we talked about before and you get in a conversation with the person in front of you or the person behind you and they start asking about their neighborhood. Maybe you haven't had a listing appointment there. You need to know about it. You need to know about everything going on everywhere in the town or towns that you serve. This, this is why that you know that some of the agents that want to be all things to all people and oh yeah I can list your house an hour from me and I'm not saying that not to do that take the listing whenever it's, it's handed to you but if you go trying to prospect an hour away from you and you don't know what's going on or 45 minutes this is going to come back and bite you every time you'd be better off putting all your energy into areas close where you can be an absolute expert you should also know everything that's going on in the town you should know um, what's happening uh, with places to eat, social events in the town, the 4th of July uh, parade, uh, everything that's happening. Something's happening with, with, with the city council. It's your job to know about that because when somebody comes to you, remember, you're a coach, you're an advisor, you're the local expert. They expect you to know. So you need to expect of yourself that you know. So know the neighborhoods inside and out uh, it will help you uh, all the way around. Next uh, secret or uh, next habit that's kind of a secret to successful realtors. Successful realtors are great communicators. What does that mean? Well, the biggest thing that that means is they know how to communicate in all situations. If you are called as a realtor to get up, all of a sudden you're, you're at a networking event, somebody says, hey, can you give us a five minute on what's going on in the real estate market. This will happen. You might just be in a small group. Um, I have this happen. Uh, I enjoy a cigar from time to time. Uh, I go down to a, a little cigar place in, in my hometown. And I have been many times just sitting around this little U-bar at a guy across. Hey, I haven't seen you in a little bit. Can you give me an update of what's happening in our local real estate market? And I do a little impromptu five minute speech. The advice I'm going to give you is not everybody is a public speaker. I get that. Not everybody, you know, I took public speaking in high school. I took it in college. Um, you know, I, I've had a lifetime of getting up in front of people and, and presenting. Um, that's why, you know, I, I used to own a radio station and used to, run, you know, host a radio show. I've hosted podcasts before this one. So it's pretty natural for me to, to get up in front of people and, and, and just riff, just be ready to go. If it's not for you, I highly suggest, and there's a twofold with this, 
I highly suggest that you join Toastmasters. And I don't normally endorse other, other you know, things in here. There are certain things maybe here and there, but Toastmasters I absolutely endorse. And you're gonna do two things with Toastmasters. You're going to become a great speaker. I always wanted to come to go to Toastmasters, and I haven't, and you know what, maybe, maybe I will now that I'm doing this podcast again, because I do tend, and you guys probably hear it in here once in a while, say, um, um, or whatever else. They'll cut that right out of your speaking. They will, they will literally, you'll be in the middle of whatever, and they'll go, um, and you'll go, boop, and they stop you. Uh, I just did it again. So that is what you need to, you know, that will help you to become a better speaker. And they're not at you, like pointing at you and whatever. They do it in a way that is constructive. They do it in a way that is nice. You don't feel like you're being attacked. So don't worry about that. The second part of it though, is guess what going to Toastmasters does? It gives you another organization to network with. Beautiful, two birds with one stone. So learn to be a great communicator. Be ready at all times if somebody asks you what's going on in the real estate market to be able to get up and give a five minute, six minute, three minute, whatever it is, dissertation or what's happening in the neighborhood or any of those things. All right, final one for today. Top realtors have the habit of being movers and shakers. What does that mean? It means they're everywhere. It means people see them, they're involved in the community, they're involved with everything going on. Um, you know, there, there used to be, I'm from the uh, greater Philadelphia area, I'm from the Jersey Shore. There used to be a, a TV ad about one of the local news stations and they say, here's that news van again. Well, this needs to be you. There's that realtor again. Anytime there's something going on in the town, again, 4th of July parade, Memorial Day parade, Labor Day, uh, there's a concert at the, at, the, at the town square, the historical society is running an event. Whatever those things are, you need to be there and be visible. Wear a logoed shirt. And for those of you that are, that are not watching the video part of this, I pointed to the logo shirt I'm wearing. If you're one of those that wear a name tag, have your name tag on. It will work and people will see you and they'll see you and they'll see you. Remember, one of the things that we wanna do is we wanna use an anchoring technique so that when people think of real estate, they think of you. And when you are everywhere and they're reminded and reminded and reminded, that's how the anchoring technique works. I wanna thank you for joining us for episode nine of the Guru's Real Estate Coaching Radio. Uh, we, today, again, we talked about more habits uh, that the secret that the, that are secrets that real top realtors use across the country. We're going to go through some more of them next week. Follow me at America's Gurus and anywhere else uh, that you would like. YouTube, again, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn. I'm on all of them. Have a great week. Go out there and get them. Put these habits to work, guys. They'll make a difference. Mm -hmm.